With the flick of her pen, she writes, the magic within beginning to rise. The words flow, pages unfold, the stories delight. They help you to make a smile as you take my hand. You're spirited into a dreamy land, into the story we ride with the story spirits as our guide. Hello friends, hello and welcome to yet another episode of our show, TLC for the Soul. I want to welcome you in as we embark on our storytelling for the month of April. Um, I was looking at the calendar and I was like, oh, this month's almost gone. If we don't do this now, we're not going to get it done. So I want to welcome you in, whether you're new to this space and this place, whether you're, you've been here for a while, I want to have you sit back and relax and grab your favorite little relaxing drink and join me for this month's storytelling. This is something I haven't done in a while. But I was noticing <laughs> it depends on where you um, encounter the show from. So if you're a podcast listener, um, Spotify or many other podcast platforms where this show is, is at, Google and Apple and all, Audible and all those places, um, the storytellings every month are the most popular episodes, the most played, the most listened to. If you go catch the show over on YouTube, then the light language activations and healings and the monthly energy hangouts, stuff like that, are the most, um, the most encountered, encountered content on the channel. Um, so I do find that interesting and, um, it doesn't really matter to me one way or the other. Like, I like doing the storytelling, so I'm going to do it, and you can choose to engage with it or you don't engage with it, right? Whatever floats your boat. Um, I've done this different ways in the past, so here's what I think I'm going to do now. I'm going to just do the storytelling for the month, and in the spirit of Aloha, which is our um, magical vibe for the month of April 2023 here at TLC for the soul. I'm bringing you a new bringers of the light series. Um, this is bringers of the light Maui Hawaii, and we're going to have fun with Poi Boy and Astro Girl. Now, I think the way I'll do this, um, I've done it different ways in the past. I don't know what people really like or not, but rather than interrupt the story with commentary, I think the way I'm going to do it now is I'm going to read, kind of not read really, like tell the story, kind of paraphrase and tell it rather than just like reading it like a book um, for you so you can enjoy the storytelling itself. And then if you'd like to, at the end, I will go into um, more of the esoterics of the channeling because all of my stories, all of my books, all of my work is channeled, whether it's fiction or nonfiction, all the books and stuff. So anything I talk about here on the show, um, all of my eBooks are free to read. All the links to everything I might mention are always in the show notes. Um, so you can feel free to peruse. I'm also, um, Poi Poi and Astro Girl, these shorter storytellings 
I don't know if they'll make it into ebook format. What I'm doing with those instead is putting them and their accompanying artwork on my blog, which you can reach via my website. Um, and I've got my blog in a couple of different places just for um, safekeeping sake. So if you go to the link to my website, you can get to my blog from the homepage. Um, I've got it set up on Blogger and on my Square website, just, just in case I transfer content anywhere. Anyway, that's beside the point. But there is accompanying artwork that goes with each little episode. Most of these storytellings are like three little, um, I don't necessarily want to call them chapters, but three little sections long, and they each have an accompanying piece of artwork that goes with them, which will most likely at some point make it into some sort of oracle or card deck or something. Um, so I'd love that, you know, that could be forthcoming in the future. Uh, so without further ado, put on your best, um, you know, get in the mood, get in the, uh, get in the, the child's play with me and put on your, you know, Hawaiian, <laughs> what do we have now? Get a Hawaiian lei or put on a, <laughs> that's a muumuu, that sounds so old fashioned. Put on um, your best Hawaiian shirt or your, um, you know, hula skirt or whatever and join me for this storytelling. So if you're not familiar with my work, if you're new here, Bringers of the Light is my book series. It's also our moniker here for um, everyone that is a light worker, light warrior, spiritual warrior, <laughs> um, here to serve on behalf of Gaia and humanity. We are all light being light. Well, we are light beings. We are light workers, but I have, um, we've chosen to call them here on the show, TLC for the soul. TLC for the soul. That's the show. We call them bringers of the light. So bringers of the light, um, in the work that I bring forth has different, um, little, um, factions, the right word, but different little pockets throughout the S the etheric world and, you know, around. And so we have bringers of the light Rockaway point and Tessa lock, which is situated over in the Ireland, UK ish kind of area. It's kind of an etheric made up and it's not made up. It exists somewhere in the 5d. Um, we've got bringers of the light Oakwood, which is also a 5d bringers of the light location. And now I'm bringing in bringers of the light Maui, um, although the locations and things that I bring forth in the channelings may not actually be real 3D places over there right now. I'll leave it at that. So let's go ahead and dive right in. So Uh, this story, so Poi Boy and Astro Girl. So typically with the, our Bringers of the Light stories, we always have some divine counterparts that are our um, Bringers of the Light agents who work on behalf of Bringers of the Light headquarters, HQ. You know, they, they get their uh, their service work assignments from their, their boss or whatever at, the, at headquarters. And um, they're situated around the globe. Um, doing their light work together. And in this case, we have Poi Boy, um, AKA Ka Ali, and Astro Girl. 
AKA Bunny Witherspoon. How did these two unlikely beings like meet? We don't know quite know yet because Boy Boy and Astro Girl, the Death Marcher that we're talking about today, is our first installment in the Bringers of the Light Maui series. So we're going to get to know them along the way in these series of little short stories whenever um, whenever those come about. So because we are recording this and because this channeling came in late in the month of April, um, in the Northern Hemisphere, we're very close to Beltane on the May the 1st, and we're super close to Samhain um, in the Southern Hemisphere. So the veils are very thin, and I thought I would bring you a spooky little storytelling of the Death Marcher. Now, if you're not familiar with the Death Marchers in Hawaii, they are a ghostly band of passed on spiritual and, and warriors from, you know, ancestor, ancestral times and, and whatever. Um, we don't know who all and how far back the Death Marchers go in terms of the um, spirits that are involved in this procession of ghostly apparitions that walk amongst the island and islands in different spaces and places. Um, but there is a lot of superstition surrounding them. There's a lot of um, interesting rituals that um, uh, come about as, as part of trying to kind of stay out of their way. So before we go any further, if I haven't already done this, I'm wrapping us all in love light and light love and inviting in the guides who overlight this whole body of work for TLC for the soul, Archangel Michael, Archangel Metatron, the Pleiadians, our bringers of the light, host of others who may decide to join in. As we talk about the death marchers, I'm not going to bring them in right now like their spirits. I'm not going to like ask them to come in. Although who knows, you know, if you have, here's, here's, here's one of the, um, the superstition. Oh, I'm getting so many jealous. Here's one of the superstition. Not, I don't know if it's a superstition, but one of the beliefs of the people of the Island for, and they call them night marchers. I'm calling them death marchers. That's just how it got channeled into me, but they, they do are, are typically only seen at night as a procession, you know, carrying torches or whatever and deathly, um, thundering footsteps and drum beats and horns blowing and they come in and they kind of like just march on through and it doesn't matter if it's you know a house that's in the way or because they're 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 mar and maybe they are kind of here kind of sharing me what they're doing but they're, they're like marching through ancestral footpaths and, and and ancestral lands and so if your mall or your drugstore or your you know boy house or whatever is in the way like Spirit doesn't care, right? So it's just going on through. Now, they've got this, um, you know, I have to take this with a grain of salt because, um, you know, we, we, we're hearing these stories, some of them from, you know, like our, what is that? You know, those shows like Ghost Hunters or whatever, where everything's kind of hyped up. Um, although I, I did, I really love this movie on Netflix called The Road to Ohana. And they did get local um, historians to um, provide input into, there is a part in the movie towards the end where the night marchers come through. 
And um, it's said that they, you know, are just like you don't show up at night on the footpaths or whatever because you're they're just scary, right? And apparently they are like, if you are in their way, they are going to terrorize you and um, and not be very nice to you. And I don't know, I'm not sure about that. But, um, you know, because we like to hype up ghost stories and make ghosts seem like they're everybody's a poltergeist. But the, um, the, uh, the, the, the myths and legends kind of thing is if they, if you're being approached by this band of, um, night marchers and you have, um, ancestral lineage within, um, within the Hawaiian islands at some sort of period of time, or you know, have an ancestor who is part of, yes, of this death um, night marcher um, parade, then they have to leave you alone. Um, and so uh, there's a, all, any number of weird, like superstitious things you can do so that they don't bother you. I'm not gonna go through that because some of them are just bizarre. But um, basically, in my opinion, in, in, in working with spirit like I do, um, you know, I think if you just showed them respect and stayed out of, kind of out of their way because they are on some sort of their own little mission, you know, just kind of get out of their way, show them some respect. I don't think they're going to be like terrorizing you or trying to like do bad things to you. That's just my point, personal point of view. Hi, yeah, yeah. So, and typically the other thing I, I did read a little bit about them after I channeled in the first couple of um, sections of this short story, I did um, watch a couple of things about them. And um, it said that they typically travel as a band of warriors rather than a single solitary one. But you know, hey, not, <laughs> hey, we here, we're always here to break the mold. So this is what was channeled in. Um, connecting with the spirits of the night marchers and this is what came through and so I'm not going to dispute that with spirit um, uh, you know based on just whatever so <laughs> so this is without further ado um, the way we do things here with these storytellings is you know you can listen a couple different ways you just listen to this as a story as you get to know a new um, little pocket of the bringers of the light Maui um, and then if you want to go into a little bit of the metaphorical with me as I tease out some of what this might mean for you as you're listening to it in the channeling, then we'll do that at the end. So Poi Boy is Kea Ali, Astro Girl is Bunny Witherspoon, and um, there is a death marcher kind of watching Bunny and Kay um, and with delighted humor saying, you know, kind of saying to himself, like, on oh, this time I'm going to have my woman. And Bunny and Kay are working at the Poi house. Um, it's really crowded with locals and mainlanders all there to try Poi, which is an ancient um, Hawaiian, it's not even necessarily, I think it goes beyond Hawaii, like a Polynesian kind of a treat. Uh, and Bunny, who was moving as fast as she could to keep up with all the orders, she still couldn't keep up with all these orders for Poi. And Ka Ali, Poi Boy, was serving them up as fast as he could, but he still couldn't keep up with the demand. And then there was this, there's this clock over those, there's this cuckoo clock over the stove that always cuckoos, cuckoo, cuckoo, cuckoo. 
Kaku at five past nine, which, hello, it's supposed to come right, the clock is supposed to ding ding at the top of the hour. Um, but someone had incorrectly set off the clock, set the clock to go off at five past every hour instead. And I guess, you know, being on island time, not being too concerned about everything being so perfect, the folks at Poi House just left the cuckoo clock to do its little ring-a-ding-ding at five past every hour. So the island breezes start speaking to Kay and he shoots a quick glance over at Bunny and she shoots a quick glance back like how much longer is their kind of mental telepathying it? Two minds thinking alike. And by noon, uh, they would be off. So they had a couple more hours, two, three more hours to go. They would be off. Wow, that's early. People are of this poi stuff, like early in the morning. By noon, they would be off and headed to the surf side of the island, to Ali Akala Point, which was the perfect spot to go surfing today because the trade winds were just so the perfect wave for a ride on the board. So by one, Kay and Bunny were on the beach and... Kay or Bunny's Bunny had packed this picnic basket of brunch. Um, she stripped down to her bikini and sat meditation style, looking out over the waves. And she saw their favorite catamaran, number 44, My Little Angel, cutting expertly through the outer surf bands. And out went Poi Boy on the new board that the wave guy Heil Mastered had made, Heil Masters had made just for him. So Bunny was watching him paddle out, and waiting, he's waiting for the next right wave. And from behind the palm tree where Bunny's sitting, a wispy ghost soldier was watching her. He was a lonely death marcher and it was time he had a friend. Kay, out on the waves, could with his sixth sense and his master eyes sense that something was watching Bunny. And he tries from out in the surf to signal her, but, but he was too far out and the pounding waves made it near impossible for him to yell to her. And before Bunny could turn around, the death marcher approached from behind, swooped her up and into an astral cloud, and then they were gone. Well, behind the astral cloud, Bunny could see the light behind the death marcher, but she realized she was somewhere else. The beach and the surf looked like a mirage behind him. And he faced her, this death marcher, and spoke words she couldn't understand. To him, ancient warrior, the words were a proclamation of love everlasting. To Bunny, they were a long-forgotten dialect. She felt protected and yet scared at the same time. And just then a hand reached through the portal, grabbing Bunny by her bikini top and hoisting her out of this space. The death marcher screamed and tried to follow Bunny back to the light, but the spirits of the island surrounded him and held him there, promising that he could return again through the portal after sunset. Bunny, just overjoyed by the fact that she got rescued from whatever that was, hugged Kay and the portal door disappeared. She had a funny feeling in her heart, like someone had reached in and deposited something there. Hey, you okay? Kay said, holding her close, as the surf frothed around them. Yeah, just a bit shaken. I didn't know we could pass through like that. That's crazy, she said, shaking her head and holding Kay closer. 
Well, Kay decided it was time he had to check in with HQ because he didn't know portal doors could randomly open either. Poi matcha, he said, taking her hand. Most definitely, Bunny said, grabbing her beach towel while Kay packed up his board. Her cell rang and she saw her mother's name, Delilah, appear on her phone. She liked the formal nature of their relationship and had called her mother by her name since her 14th birthday when Delilah Witherspoon had given her an all-expenses-paid trip to Maui to celebrate. Bunny knew it was really Delilah's way of getting her out of Primrose Mansion so she could bring in her lover. And as there was only one itinerary, Bunny was then doubly and bubbly certain of that and that she might never return to the place of her birth. Bunny would go to Maui and she would never go back to the mainland again. Hmm, kind of short and sweet, right? <laughs> so welcome to Fingers of Light Maui where there's all sorts of interesting things happening. We're on island time when we check in with these bringers of the light. Um, so if you are here just for the story, I hope you enjoyed this little short interlude into the death marchers, the night marchers. We're going to see where this goes next because apparently I don't know if this one particular death marcher is going to give up on little old bunny. So we might want to see what happens in the next installment of Poi Boy and Astro Girl. Now, if you'd like to stick around, I'm going to go into more of the esoterics of the channeling, what this channeling might mean to you at the time that you're listening to it, um, because there's always metaphors and meanings and things we can tease out that have special resonance to you on your soul journey and on your spiritual path. So let's just, so I want to say goodbye to anybody that's leaving. Bye. We'll see you again for the next installment of Bringers of the Light. Uh, and if you're going to stick with me, then let me just check in here. See where we're going to move on with this. I do think that island time is pretty important right now. Whenever you're listening to this, I think it's important time for you to slow down, to just relax, to go within to not be too overly concerned about everything happening, you know, on time, on point, on perfection, on target. Um, cut yourself a little bit of slack. This is being recorded on April 25th. Um, we're in the middle of an eclipse portal. We just had the um, big solar eclipse and we're getting ready to have the new moon. Wait, is that right? The new moon? No, hold on. <laughs> get, my, get my moon straight. We're getting ready to have another eclipse in Scorpio. Yeah, it's the lunar side of things, the lunar eclipse. Um, the first week of May. And the, no matter when you're listening to this, because this is timeless, there's some energetics going on within and around you where it's just good to like integrate whatever's happening in your light body and allow yourself to slow down and just enjoy life a little bit more. Um, 
There's a lot of busyness going on in the background as we see the Poi house with like lots of crowds and it's like Bunny and Kay are just kind of like, okay, let's just do, do our 3D job. And then after that's over, we get to go have fun and we get to go surf and hang out. And um, so that could be going on as well. Um, you're finding a balance between your um, 3D responsibilities and um, your like your work rest and play kind of a thing and I know if it was me and Maui I would be also headed out to Ali Akala Point um I don't know if I'd be surfing I'd probably be bunny sitting on the beach I don't know <laughs> anyway um we do have a boat that cuts through as um Poi Boy is surfing 44 my little angel um a catamaran so um, little angel numbers going on there, 444. You may be seeing 44, 444, the number four. Um, your angels being with you, all around you, um, watching over you. And then we have this death marcher who's a lonely little ghost soldier who sees something in Bunny, probably from a past life. Um, these portal doors that just randomly open and close and allow um, spirit to just jump back and forth and to allow us to just jump back and forth to, I think, speak to the fact that the veils are very thin whenever you're hearing this, when this is being recorded. Um, but I do sense this as um, something happening within the astrals where um, spirits certain spirits should not be so easily moving back and forth um, because this happened in this channeling and at the same time I'm working with um, bringers of the light Rockaway Point um, working on the book uh, the next book in that series and a similar thing was happening to Abigail and Dakar and Dakar made a mental note about hey um, where are the gatekeepers that are supposed to be watching these portal doors? They're not really paying attention and things, things from beyond the beyond are easily slipping through and we're kind of too easily slipping, slipping back and forth. Um, so a call out to any gatekeepers and you'll know who you are. Um, to be a little bit more diligent with the um, the astral realms poking their heads through your portal doors. Um, so each one of you that's a gatekeeper listening to this is assigned to portal doors in various or different locations. And you're just being asked to be diligent at this time um, and making sure that you are keeping a watchful eye over um, what's passing back and forth in your location. And this death marcher is very certain that Bunny is his person. <laughs> this is so, it's just like mirrored energy too. This, that Bunny is his person. And like, he doesn't even know anything about this Kaali. He doesn't know anything about Boy Boy. He just whips whole Bunny through. And there is Bunny and this death marcher, like she's looking into the face of like a scary, I don't know if she's necessarily scared, but he's like a ghostly figure um, with tribal um, 
tattoos kind of on his, you know, she can kind of see part of him astrally. He's got some tribal stuff on his face and he's just spouting these, it's like, when if you see the artwork, he's just like spouting these loving words, which are in some ancient dialect. And I kind of like, she's kind of like, huh? And um, it kind of reminds me of this time I was trying to like speak light language with a native Hawaiian person. And I was speaking something that I don't know what, it, you know, it, I, it was some ancient dialect. And then they wrote something back to me in some ancient dialect. And I was like, huh? And I, they were like, huh? And then I just was like, this is stupid because neither of us kind of understands what the other is saying. I didn't think they did. I think they just responded in um, Hawaiian to me. And I don't know really what I was speaking. So, you know, let's just, I think we're also there, like, let's also be aware of what we're channeling, what we're bringing through at this time, um, the spirits that we're speaking to. Um, not that anything bad is gonna happen, but let's just stick with the known at this point. Um, especially if you're new to this kind of thing, like you may be a new person, not a new person, but you may be somebody who's just started to learn how to channel spirit. Um, I've been doing this, not that, that I'm any better of a channeler than anybody else, but I've been channeling spirit for quite some time now since I don't even know when, 20... 13 or 2014, like actively knowing what I'm doing. So I've been practicing doing this for quite some time. Um, but when you're new, like all sorts of stuff can kind of like jump on the bandwagon. And um, I guess my advice there for anybody that is new to channeling or astral writing or astral projection is like, just take it easy, take it slow. If you're, um, you know, pick, stick with some spirit friends that you're familiar with and build a relationship with them. Um, get to know their energy and their soul signature um, rather than like randomly hopping through the whole list, <laughs> the whole list of, you know, spirit guides coming through. Um, stick with who you know and build that relationship from there. Um, so we might play a, bit, a little bit more with that in the month of May. Um, but as the death marcher is <laughs> spouting all these words of love to Bunny and she's like, what? This kind of sounds familiar, but kind of not. Um, Kay was able, Poi Boy was able to just whip, pull her back through so easily. And then the portal door closed because the spirits of the island were like, okay, we're gonna put just stop to this. And, um, you know, told him that he could, like, come back later. So I don't know if he's going to come back later or not. Um, but Poi Matcha apparently is something that's some sort of little treat over there on the islands right now. So Kay is like, Poi Matcha, Bunny is, like, all in. And they pack everything up. And then Bunny's mother is calling her. We don't know why the mom's, why mom's calling. We haven't met mom yet. We're meeting mom right now, Delilah Witherspoon. But apparently she wasn't a very attentive mother to Bunny because at 14, she sends Bunny off by herself to Hawaii on an all expenses paid trip to celebrate her 14th birthday while mom is like doing something else with her, with a new love interest. 
And so I think at that point, so Bunny's family, obviously the name just sounds so like prep, right? Like Bunny Witherspoon, she reminds me of like an 80s prep, preppy girl or whatever. She lives at Primrose, Primrose Mansion with her mom, Delilah. Um, so obviously Bunny takes off to Maui by herself and we don't know what happens. Like, how did she meet Kay Ali? How did she, apparently her mom must have been um, expensing her whole entire time there. So we might have some something to do with that. And now our mom's calling her and Bunny apparently, you know, got to Maui at 14. And I don't even know how she, how old is she here? She's probably like early 20s. So she spent some, a lot of time on Maui already. She doesn't sound like she's ready to go back to the mainland, mainland being anything outside the islands. Like usually they call the U.S., like the states, the mainland. But she doesn't appear like she's ready to go visit mom or Primrose Mansion or anything in the mainland anytime soon. Um, and I did find it interesting because this um, third chapter was called, I might as well call it a chapter so it doesn't get confusing. But the name of this little third chapter was called um, A Twist of Fate where I guess maybe Bunny was just kind of tired of, even as a kid, like tired of her mom's inattentiveness and tired of her life and wanted something different. And then a twist of fate just magically came in and her mom like gives her this all expenses paid trip to Maui. And that starts Bunny's whole new life on the islands. She meets her divine counterpart. She falls in love with Aloha and the spirit of the islands and she never wants to go back to the mainland. It kind of sounds like a dream come true. I'd do that. Um, so there may be some of this hanging around you when you hear this, like this dream come true kind of energy, not, not the exact same thing, like not that you know someone's gonna be an all expense made trip to Maui, but there's this kind of like an anything can happen um, dreams coming true, whatever your dreams are, that the, the energy is potent and ripe for dreams coming true, wishes coming true, the star energy, wishes fulfilled, the nine of cups, all of that to happen relatively quickly from when you're hearing this. So kind of be prepared for anything. Be prepared for, you know, your love of your life to walk through the door, come into your reality or your the job you always wanted or the, you know, Whatever that thing is, maybe it is a dream vacation or something. Be prepared for some of these things to magically, um, for spirit to magically offer these things up to you in kind of some interesting, fun, and magical ways. So that is a lot to say for three little, <laughs> three little snippets of a short story. Um, but I tell you, there's different layers to all of these things. So if you stayed with me to this point, um, hopefully some of that resonated with you and you'll be able to check in over the coming weeks and see how these metaphors and things play out in your own reality. So I think that is all we have for this storytelling. So we were going to leave you here. We will see you all again soon with our next, whatever it is, <laughs> our next creation. So we love you all very much. Take care. Thank you for listening to this podcast. It has been brought to you by the Bringers of the Light, an etheric group of higher light beings focused on service to Gaia, humanity, and the self 
as it pertains to the spiritual journey. So they are here to support you on your path to love and to working with others. Thank you so much for joining us. Take care.